to have been or not to have been? That is the question. <laughs> is, to, is that something? To be or to still be? I don't know. <laughs> to, have to have been, been or yeah. to be? Yeah, I think I made a pun. I did it. You did it. You did yep. something, all right. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome back to Threat Level Podcast, the podcast where we talk about The Office. I'm Madison, and I am joined today by Subi. Hello. Jamie. Hello. And Justin. What's up? We are sans Bethany today, as she is spending the night in a haunted house for some reason. (laughs) By choice, no one is forcing her to do this. The next time you're hotel, you will be a different person because she will be two people. (laughs) <laughs> she will have been possessed and will also be joined by whoever possessed her. Our first <laughs> guest star. A little difficult to understand at first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our first guest. <laughs> <laughs> um, so today I will be doing the icebreaker for our little group. And because Michael becomes so infatuated with a woman in a magazine in today's episode, it made me think like... <clears throat> Okay, at some point in everybody's life, especially when you're young, you fall in love with like a cartoon character or a fictitious character. Um, And usually it can even be like your first crush for some people is on like a cartoon or something. So everybody experiences that. So what is either your first crush on some a fictitious character? It can be a cartoon or it can just be like, like, you know, an actor portraying a character and you fell in love with the character and not the actor. Or, like, your most intense one, your favorite one. Oh, man. (laughs) Well, I have one that comes to mind. It's um, a gadget from uh, the Go-Go... No, no, wait. Yeah, gadget Gadget? from... um, What's that cartoon called? Inspector Gadget? No, 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 not Inspector Gadget. Oh. (laughs) It's it's Gadget from the Rescue Rangers. Oh. 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 It's like a... You didn't fall in love with Inspector Gadget. No. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking Penny, too. I was like, oh, that's young. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Gadget is a chipmunk. (laughs) Yeah, she's a hot chipmunk. (laughs) Okay, and she's she's oh, an wow. anthropomorphic chipmunk. She's she doesn't look like a chipmunk actually. She's <laughs> a chipmunk or is she a squirrel? Uh, I think she's she's what some kind of tail? rodent. Describe her tail. Is it's it, it's bushy. It's bushy. She's probably a squirrel then. Chipmunks have like little short. Is tails. she a flying squirrel? Oh. No. When she raises her arms, is there a big flap of skin? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's just a really hot. Chipmunk. Squirrel. Okay. Squirrel. Okay. What about made you attracted to Gadget? She was very cute. <laughs> and what age were you? Oh, like seven. Okay. Yeah. She was adorable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was like handy with like she would always fix their um their uh, little plane device, uh-huh. like the flying device. Hmm. Yeah. Um. She. I think. Uh, the two rescue, like the two main Chip and Dale, the two Chip and Dales. Yeah, yeah, Chip and oh boy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, Chip and Dale, not not to be confused with the uh, male Chip strip club. Is <laughs> uh, I think they both had a crush on Gadget, so I was like, yeah. so you were relating to Chip. Yeah, I was and like, Dales. huh? Why not me? <laughs> why not me? I could be that squirrel. I can give her my nuts. <laughs> oh, my oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, she was she was cute, and she was my first crush. Aww. Okay, gadget, gadget. Cool, gadget. that's a good one. That is, a good one. <laughs> is she related to Monterey Jack? Oh. I, like, like the cheese. There's another character named Monterey Jack <laughs> who, who like loses his mind when he's near cheese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, there he is. There he is, losing his mind. Like oh his eyes go all crazy. True. <laughs> Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway, good gadget. Gadget. Yeah. All right. She's the character to beat, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, I don't know, Justin. What do you have something in mind? Yeah, mine was a girl named Roll, uh, from Man Legends. Um, oh, mm-hmm. weirdly, she is 
she plays a similar role to Gadget, where she's like the she's like the mechanic of the crew. Oh, yeah. And I thought she was super cool. <laughs> <laughs> and how how old were you? It was like last year. <laughs> yeah, <I'm kidding. laughs> uh Mega Man Legends came out in like ninety seven, I wanna say, ninety six, ninety seven, so I would have been like eight. Okay. Mm. Seven or eight. Yeah. Hmm. My favorite Ninja Turtle was Donatello, who was also the mechanic of the group. <laughs> he just <laughs> wanted to be a mechanic. I think we just like the mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. They're the more interesting character. Hmm. I, can't I would like to, at some point in my life, find somebody whose favorite Ninja Turtle is Raphael. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's the worst. So there we go. All right. So. All right. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm trying to remember. I don't remember thinking any cartoons were terribly attractive. Well, it doesn't have to be a cartoon. Just like maybe a fictional character, yeah. like a real person show. I remember it has to be from a show, not a game. Well, no, I Justin's supposed to be from a game. a game. I guess that would make it a cartoon if it was from a game, though. <laughs> True. It can it be from a game. game. I always really liked Rose from Legend of Dragoon. She was kind of like okay. the brooding dark yeah. oh. I mean, was that a ps1 game yeah the Raphael of legend of dragoon she was very afi she was very afi it's true mm-hmm. yeah so that game came out in like 2001 ish so yeah. whatever okay. age i would be then but she was the dark dragoon so <laughs> was... what what's her first whip smack yeah whip smack <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah so I remember playing that game a lot, and she was like, kind of like the broody, cool one with like a complicated past. Mm. <laughs> she like knew what was going on. She did, yeah. She was aware. <laughs> but yeah, so not too not as exciting as this turtle or this uh... <laughs> this whatever that is. What about you, Madison? Do you have yeah, something? Um, mine is a little weird. <laughs> I mean, I think you're pretty that's safe. True. Um, I really like Teenage Simba. From <laughs> <laughs> of course. Oh, man. And I, I really related I strongly to Nala. That's fair. I think you're not alone there. Yeah. Yeah. That was very young for that, you know, six or seven. Yeah. Like, I also it? had a super huge crush on Legolas from the Lord of the Rings oh, after yeah. the movies first came out. <laughs> and not Orlando Bloom, because I didn't like him in any other movie, but on <laughs> of <Legolas> course. specifically. <laughs> of course. <clears throat> I had a Legolas cardboard stand up in my room. Nice. Did you? <laughs> I had like wallpapered my room with printouts of oh Legolas' face. <laughs> <laughs> and I had some of those like large posters that you could get that were like three feet by five feet of him i had like mm. two or three of them wow. I was... were they directly over your bed yes I, so I could just stare at him at night <laughs> like, in the dark <laughs> i kept them backlit at all times yeah i feel like now like legolas is like the least interesting of the lord of the rings characters <laughs> maybe he still he has still his elf thing going he, for him you know? he plays he plays his role <laughs> <laughs> Madison's still smitten. <laughs> he, he plays his role. He plays his role well. <laughs> Good. Interesting. Um, Puts Michael's, you know, perspective, um, insane crush on a chair model into a little bit more perspective. Yeah. yeah. It all, happens to us all. <laughs> we've all been there. Um, but yeah, so uh, as Madison said, this episode is called Chair Model, season four, episode 10. Originally aired on April 17th, 2008. Hmm. And does anyone know who it was written by? BJ Novak. Yep. BJ. <laughs> written by The Temp. Classic. Oh, yeah. He's a good writer. He's, he is. He's yeah. one of the better writers. I think that I like his episodes a lot because I seem to always rate them highly. Yeah. Foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> he writes really, uh, like, just going by the jokes in this episode, he writes very, like, his jokes are like they're they're a layer of compli- the correct layer of complication where it's not just like a punchline and it's not like too out there. Yeah. True. 
So we begin the episode with what turns into the subplot, but we have the construction vehicles yeah. <laughs> taking up all the spots. <laughs> that is, that would be very annoying, like, to have to walk that far to work. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Did but Andy then you sit, sit on your butt all day. That's true. And, like, they're on their feet all day, so make okay. it a little easier on them. I side with the working man. <laughs> or woman. But imagine if that working man took your parking spot and you had to walk 10 minutes to work. I would execute him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's kind of a silly plot that doesn't really go many places. I feel like it's just, um, it's just like for Kevin. Like, to yeah. get kind of wait in this episode. Uh, Yes, after his breakup with Stacy, he needed something to go well. And there hasn't been an episode recently where Kevin's played a large role. So you know, we establish he's broken up with Stacy, and uh, you know, give gives him a win. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was for Kevin. Yeah, it's kind of weird that Andy and Kevin team up on this. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I kind of liked it because it's it's like an unusual pairing of right. characters, and I like it when shows do that yeah no that's true <laughs> i just, would say andy's motivations are like he he really wants to be like the gym of the office or like the, <laughs> like, like the 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 sec the number two like the <laughs> the best guy in the office yeah. that's not manager um but like he can't <laughs> and uh so like this is his way of like doing something heroic for the office sure mm. Yeah. Trying to one up Jim. Yeah. He tries to claim all the credit, but then Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kevin like shares the credit. He's like, ah. Yeah. Well it's like they walk in and Andy's like, I did this, and yeah. Kevin says we did this at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is we do get to see all of the well, I guess four of the five families in one room. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which was very daring of them to call a meeting without Michael there. Oh yeah. It's yeah. true. Took, took that risk. <laughs> but it's kind of silly just like how quickly it's resolved too, you know? They're like, we <laughs> demand our parking, and the one guy's just like, Yeah, okay, just let him have it. <laughs> we don't have time for this. Just give them back their parking spots. <laughs> we could have done this over email. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But yeah. That's pretty that's much like one of my favorite quotes. Like when uh, Andy goes, uh, Andrew Bernard is the name of me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just like when uh, they're asking initially Michael to sort of intervene. And he's like, wish I could, but I can't. Well, can, but won't. Should, <laughs> should maybe, but short. <laughs> and just like all like super does not give a shit at all yeah. about it what part of short don't you understand <laughs> kevin's look <laughs> uh, yeah yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty much that's the storyline like <laughs> kevin and andy win back their parking spot so that they don't have to walk somewhere between 10 minutes and 30, 30. Minutes to work <laughs> some of yeah. us get sweaty and it's uncomfortable yeah, some of us have to take a foot massage halfway through. <laughs> I feel like the opening shot of like Jim and Pam have just walked there and they go back and show like the people that Jim and Pam saw along the way. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin's like sitting down. <laughs> See, this is probably good for Kevin. He he needs his like 30 minute walk to work. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Maybe he would have had more stability carrying his chili in later episodes if he had. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> too tired after having to walk so far. Right. <laughs> but um, but yeah. Tell me, tell me about penny loafers. <laughs> what do you want to know? <laughs> Are you supposed to put pennies in your penny loafers? Just one, I think, per loafer. Yeah. yeah. You don't fill them up with change. Yeah, I don't know why. There's like an actual slot. And I think, I don't know if it's meant to have a penny in it, but people it apparently is. put pennies in it. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't think they do anymore, but back in the day, they <laughs> definitely, you would put a penny in each shoe in that little slot for luck. Is it luck? Uh. Yeah, I think, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And they were supposed to like pick one out from that mm. year and mm. put it in the slot for luck. Is it related know. to, you know, when you ask someone to give them your two cents? Like, here are my two cents. <laughs> you just roundhouse <laughs> kick them in the face? Right, you like, kick their ass. <laughs> well, it's, even like, it's 
even part of like um like something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. Stick a penny in your shoe. Like oh. you're supposed to even do it on your wedding day. Like you're supposed to put a penny in your shoe for good you're luck. You're supposed to get married in penny loafers. <laughs> or just you know. You messed. You done wearing. messed. You done messed up, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the pennies are supposed to be from the year that it is, like. I think that's like for the maximum amount of luck you want it from the current year. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> no, you can just go to the the, uh, the luck the... decreases with each subsequent year. You know, uh, you can just go to the um, the bank and get one of those fancy shiny new pennies. I think the exception might be like if you found a really old penny. Oh, you know? like a wheat penny. Yeah, like a wheatback penny or something. And in which case, you probably shouldn't be shoving it in your shoe. But... You should be already be saving it in a box somewhere. <laughs> My wheat Although most of them really aren't worth that nickel. much money these days. <laughs> What's that, Justin? My wheat penny is worth a nickel. <laughs> yeah, that's about all all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless you have one of those like rare steel ones or whatever. Right. From <laughs> They, my mom has a steel penny, oh, like she? one of the, the silver ones. It's not worth that much, actually, maybe like $100. But I mean, still. Yeah, you know. but it is cool. I uh, know this because my mom used to have penny loafers when she was younger, and she stuck pennies in them. You, your family is like like so full of Americana. <laughs> like, yeah. Apple bobbing? Like, who? Pe- apple but, picking. And apple bobbing. <laughs> well, Yes, Only people on TV do that. We're gonna carve pumpkins next weekend Who with my does parents. These things. <laughs> it's Why don't you true. guys just sit around and watch TV all day? Because we had three channels. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys are like a wall at Fridays. We're of... a wall at Fridays. Yeah, like Fridays <laughs> is full of like. Junk, like uh, not not, not <laughs> junk, <laughs> priceless memorabilia. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I, I saved it. And you'll, I saved. You'll understand the glory of pumpkin carving next weekend. Awesome. When you've got your hands in the guts of a pumpkin. I'm calling it guts. That's what they are. Seeds. Well, and guts. You no. got <laughs> seeds from the guts. <laughs> and then toast them for a snack. Yes, and we'll do that too. Awesome. And then we'll go ride on a train. <laughs> Are you writing like on Arcade and Attica? Too. It's not yeah, like a... they're doing um, a cider and ale tasting ride. Oh, cool. And so we bought tickets to take my parents on it. Nice. Oh, fun. We're going home next weekend to do that. Cool. They... So, That's yeah. pretty exciting stuff, Subi. You better be prepped for that. And I took him apple picking last year, and he had never done that before That's either. so weird. <laughs> Maybe I need to take you apple bobbing this year. <laughs> we'll Just... save that for next year. Yeah. Well, make sure you know the Heimlich Maneuver. Well, you don't swallow the apples. No, oh, no, no, sorry, not the high Like CPR in case I drown. <laughs> don't breathe while your head's in the bucket. Well, I, I might be like, I got one. And then <laughs> I just start to scream it out underneath the yeah. water. <laughs> we'll work up to that. I all right. There you go. On anyway, that note. <laughs> now that you all know more about Subi yeah. and his closeted life. <laughs> closeted? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's not the right term. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there it, you it, go. It's where I want all the heterosexual porn. Yeah. <laughs> <In the closet. laughs> it's the best place. Yeah. Just crawl right in the closet. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, Speaking man. of closets. Um... Michael should be thrown into one forever. He, he should. Like, you have this moment of, like, wanting to... Say, ah, Michael's sad. He's fallen in love with a picture. He's the worst. But then he's like <laughs> literally the worst human being of this episode. Yeah. And yeah. I hate him so much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in his defense, his first reaction is not necessarily to like go after the chair model, but he wants someone who looks like her. <laughs> right? Because he's like, everyone use this as your, you know, what template. does he say? <laughs> yeah, your template for dates in the future. I mean, he's also not saying like exactly like looks like like when he talks about her he says like she you know like looks like she's i don't remember what he says like she's ready for business or whatever but there's also <laughs> a side of her that can just like curl up in a couch yeah and so like it's not like uh he's not like full-on being like your person needs to actually look like this but they need to have the personality that i'm ascribing to this chair model right but- 
But he is like that because when he meets the person that Pam sets him up with, uh-huh. he's totally doesn't give her a chance to get to know her at all. He's just like, oh, you're ugly. I hate you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Poor, poor Margaret. Favorite in the series. Like, it's, it's like, it's almost on Scott's Tots levels of like, you can't, like, no normal human would <laughs> be this bad. Yeah. God starts at least he's a little sympathetic, but this one he's just uh, he's the worst. He is. He's terrible in this episode. Yeah. I I remembered like the chair model episode, but I did not remember hating him so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny when he's trying to you know, pin down a new woman and and Phyllis is trying to throw her softball playing friend out. <laughs> he's not very nice in that scene either. No, he's not. He's not, but he has like such a like ridiculous way of trying to figure out what size she is. Like <laughs> could she fit in a robo? Yeah. <laughs> could a robo <laughs> support her? <laughs> Without capsizing. And she's no. like <laughs> No, okay. She can't fit in a robo. <laughs> uh, so between the you know Ultimately, getting her name back in the pile, and also Wendy from Wendy, <laughs> Wendy's fame, he's kind of striking out. Anyway, well, I mean, he did threaten to fire all of his employees <laughs> if they didn't set him up on dates, so he kind of deserves some pretty shitty dates at that point. True, we do get a little bit of foreshadowing though when Jim's trying to put Pam's mother in the mix. I yeah. noticed that. I was like, I was like, oh, is this where it starts? But I guess not. <laughs> but it does eventually yeah Hmm. and how awkward that he accidentally calls jan on the date too oh Oh. (laughs) uh... i wonder how long she was on the other call because he says some like terrible things about her like (laughs) manipulative and all this like right before she's like hello michael (laughs) uh i gotta watch those butt dials you know uh, well, I don't even think it was a butt dial because he had it open in That's front of, true. like, showing the other lady what this woman looked like. Yeah, he's like, look what I walked out on. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, Michael yeah. just doesn't know how to interact with people in general. Ugh. Well, yes, but oh, he's yeah. just terrible. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, but, not a whole lot of this either. I Joy know. goes to find the chair model. Um Pretty, so that's some pretty and in, pretty impressive investigative work. It really is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Within like five minutes, he's like, "I found her. She lives here. She's dead." <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> it is. It's always funny to like extremes that Dwight will go to for Michael. You know, even like when Michael's being a complete ass, he will always go out of his way for him. Yeah. yeah. BJ Novak writes a really good Dwight. Yeah. Like and a good Creed. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Creed. <laughs> what is even happening with Creed anyway? Uh, then I'll have two chairs, only one more to go. <laughs> <laughs> like there's like an episode later on where he's like, if we're not working toward a scuba license, what has all this been about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do enjoy Creed. Yeah, he's, he's definitely, he's my favorite character. Well, he and Kevin. <laughs> Creed's like my favorite, but like Dwight is in every episode, so I like Dwight more <laughs> for that reason. That's fair. But I feel like if Creed was in every episode, he couldn't, he wouldn't be as good. He's like good because he's mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's kind of interesting too towards the end of that when Dwight's like, you know, I think what you really need is closure because you <laughs> were out of this this relationship or whatever and you didn't really get closure. And so it kind of makes it as if he's going to, like, I don't know, confront Jan to be like, yeah, it's, it's over, like, you know? What he really needs closure on is Jan, not <laughs> this dead <laughs> chair model. <laughs> right. <sighs> but then they go to her grave and then sing obnoxiously loud at night. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah. I think like steps over a gravestone. <laughs> can't gotta be like make cast like a hex on you. Just stepping over a gravestone. I've done that before. Really? It's better than stepping on the gravestone. Uh, <laughs> you gotta sidestep it. Sidestep it. <laughs> you don't have to walk on the gravestone. Right. <laughs> Madison just steps right over them. You step over the gravestone. You don't step on them. <laughs> 
Oh, man. But yeah, I guess that's like pretty much the entire episode. Not much yeah. going on. Uh, Jim and Pam are like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They have a cute moment at the end that I really this enjoy. Is, I think this is like the the peak of Jim and Pam's relationship. Like how... Because um, like before they were really annoying and like when jim moves to philly they get really annoying but yeah. like right now i like their relationship a lot yeah same um just yeah. jim just, i don't know <laughs> it's really jim <laughs> i think it's really cute that he bought an engagement ring the week after he started dating her just knowing that he was gonna ask her to marry him someday like that's really cute yeah well, he's been yeah. in love with her for like a billion years. Too. I know. Yeah. <laughs> did he buy the ring? Yeah, he, did he said he... a week after they started dating. Okay, not after they met. Okay, okay, no, that makes that a little more. No, that extreme. would be extreme. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was... She was, date, you know, engaged to somebody else. Right. <laughs> I wonder if there ever was a point in the writing of the episode where, like, Jim, where like that line was more like he bought it when Pam was with Roy. Mm. I hope not, because that just makes him seem like a real creep. Yeah, that's true. Which he is. No, he's not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but but yeah, it's cute. And then when they're walking back to their cars after work, and he like gets on one knee. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Pam, will you wait for me while I tie my shoe? <laughs> oh man, but I think that's pretty much the episode. Yeah, it is pretty much mm-hmm. indeed. Do you guys have any other quotes you liked from this one? Oscar Mayer, Wiener, Lover. <laughs> oh, God. Desperate situations yield the quickest results. <laughs> I have... Oh, I definitely remember your dinner party. Yeah. <laughs> Can't forget that. I'm ready to get hurt again. Oh, I like when Jim's unsympathetic about her death, of the woman's death, and he... He's like, try not to be so hurtful, Jim. And yeah. it's tape hands over to Pam, who's shaking her head. Yeah. <laughs> I also like when Andy's talking about all of the things that this extra, what was it? The money he was talking about, how these people who are worrying about like, well, how they're going to spend their money. And he's like, yeah. how I'm going to pay for my kids' orphanage bills. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, what? <laughs> That's yeah. not a thing. I like the whole like introduction of the five family sequence. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we can't forget the song at the end. Bye, bye, Miss Chair Model Lady. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That song is, like, based on um, uh, that song American Pie. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're singing, and it's daylight out when they start singing, and it's nighttime when they stop singing. And that song, American Pie, it's, like, famous for being... For going on forever, like yeah. eight or nine minutes. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Their version was also very long. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But clearly, Michael's feeling a little better at the end. So yeah. that's good, at least. <laughs> oh, man. Shall we move to trivia? We shall. All right. Who's got some? Um, I have two. Oh. First one is What is the Scranton building number? Oh, God. Ooh. You see it several times in the opening scene. Six one eighty nine. No. <laughs> I do not know. Eight it's thirteen eight, seventy. Eight two nine one. No, it is <laughs> seventeen twenty five. Oh. <laughs> and then my other question is, who are the founders? The big um, five, and what are their business names? Okay. Well, there's Michael Scott of Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. Yes. Um, there is Vance, Bob Vance of Vance Refrigeration. Yes, those Paul, are two easy ones. <laughs> Paul, Paul Faust of Disaster Kits uh, uh, Limited. Yes. W.B. Jones of W.B. Jones Heating and Air. Yes. And Bill Cress of Cress Tool and Die. Somebody else wrote these all down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, like, uh, when I first visited uh, Springville... I thought, uh, <laughs> you, you know that there's like uh, krills and cresses. Clesses. Clesses and krills. I was like, oh, cresses. And also, yeah. cresses is not in Springville. It's in Machias. Is it though? <laughs> yeah, it's and... like 
25 minutes away. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally three towns over. <laughs> Why do you keep mentioning Cresses then? Or Clesses? I, I don't. You bring it up all the time. How do I know about it? Because the, we took our cars there. They're friends with my dad. They do the fireworks. Oh, that's how I know about yeah. it. Okay. All right. <laughs> so it's Clesses and Krills. Yes. Okay. You there you it. go. <laughs> yeah. Krills had a... Um, uh, a chef who was like uh, in culinary school and they had like amazing food for a while. Yeah, they don't anymore, so we don't eat there anymore. <laughs> now we go to Julie's. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, those are my questions. Nice. Okay. I have a couple. Um, What's the glowing uh, computer looking thing on Andy's desk? Oh. The like one of those like dolphin things where like it's like a the scrolling paper of the dolphins like swimming in the ocean. Uh, you're, <laughs> you're, you're, somehow you're in the ballpark. <laughs> it is a uh, it's a fish tank. Uh, like a real fish it. tank. Yeah, Are there yeah, actual like, fish in it. Yeah, we yeah. watched that scene like three times. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Um. Oh, what does the chair model have in common with another character on The Office? Uh, oh, uh, so it died in a drug-induced auto accident, much like. <laughs> yep. Nice. And I think she was decapitated as well, just like Ed Truck. He has no basis yeah. for this assumption. Yeah. <laughs> he goes like Dwight. You know, he does the uh, cutthroat uh, gesture, so I figure yeah. she was decapitated. Yeah, he does say at her grave though that she died of blood force trauma and blood loss. So, well, yeah, yeah. How did she lose all that blood? <laughs> her, he didn't say anything about internal bleeding. He said, "You, you can die from both." Her kappa was decayed. <laughs> we'll just let you have this one too. Thank you. Yes. Uh, one last one. Um, uh, lame. Uh, what is the um, uh, the chair model like? Her eyes. Like, what is the medical term for her eyes? Like astigmatism. The... I don't know. Uh, no, not quite. Cataract. <laughs> Heterochromia. Oh, does she have heterochromia? I think it's a exotropia. Like one of her eyes is like uh, deviated out. So uh, I think that's what it is. Do you pause the scene and zoom in Marvel's <laughs> eye? He did. It was it like one of those house moments where like you you saw something like really diagnostically relevant and then you solved the case? Yes. <laughs> I'm like house. Nice. I solved the case, but I was too late. She was already dead. She was already dead. <laughs> I don't think she died from having one eye that was slightly out. Well, maybe she was having a maybe she had a stroke. Maybe. Oh, maybe. She had difficulty seeing and then she didn't see the airplane hanger. Uh, <laughs> I hate it when that happens. They're hard to miss, you know. <laughs> oh man. Also, why was she driving near an airplane hanger? Yeah, because she, she was hot. Because she was hot. Hot people drive wherever they want. <laughs> she said hi, not hot. Oh yeah. It sounded hot the first time. <laughs> cool. Justin, right. do you have any trivia? Uh, I have, um, who recommended Wendy to Michael Scott? Kevin? I'm assuming it was Kevin. Yeah, it was Kevin, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, like, did Kevin, like... Really think that she's a real person? I kind of... Yeah, oh! Is it... <laughs> <laughs> like, spiteful, or, like, is he... Because he, he wrote, like, hot and juicy redhead on the paper. <laughs> but also, like, the model for Wendy's is a kid, so that's creepy. Right. <laughs> no wonder no one wants to be with Kev. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Kevin was mad at Michael Scott for not calling the five families. Maybe. Oh, yeah. um, it seems kind also, of above Kevin though to be able to like try to trick him into thinking it's a real right. person. Yeah, you know? it does kind of lean more towards like Kevin just thinks that Wendy is a real woman <laughs> who already rejected him. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also, Wendy's uh, Twitter account—it's like run by. Like these really sassy teenagers, and like they, they, they land some really good burns. Yeah, yeah. Follow Wendy's Twitter; there, it's pretty solid. Wendy's and also um, Moon Pie's Twitter. I think they interact sometimes, and it's oh really? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. 
I think there was like a conflict between uh, I think Taco Bell and uh, IHOP. They were going at, at each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I gave the answer away to my other question. Where did the chair model die? Oh, uh, by airplane. But it was worth it for the jokes. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. Do you have any more? Nope. Okay, I just have two. They're boring. Um, <laughs> first of all, where does Michael meet uh, Margaret, uh, Pam's landlord? At a coffee shop. Yeah, what's the name of it? The coffee house. Co- Clothes? Coffees are us. The coffee something. The coffee mug. The coffee cup. The coffee burrito. The coffee edible. Ew. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I hope it's not that. Yeah. No, it was the coffee gallery. Oh, it would have been a long time before I got that. (laughs) And my last one, second and last, is what did Michael order at the coffee gallery? Uh, It was a mocha with caramel. Uh, it was a hot chocolate yeah. with caramel and um, mint. A shot of peppermint. Ew. Yeah. That sounds Otherwise known. <laughs> it reminds me of that one time I made the mistake of getting two syrups at um, Sheets. Donuts? Oh, Sheets. I got like a, <laughs> I got one of those coffee drinks with two syrups and then it just tasted like molten sugar and I wanted yeah. to <laughs> throw it I up. I mean like a mocha with caramel or a mocha with mint, like both of those sound good, but you can't mix caramel and mint together. <laughs> Too many. I love Michael Scott's sweet too. <laughs> I just love when the guy is saying Michael. You know, calling his name Michael? out to get it, and he's just pretending not to realize. Uh, <laughs> Awkward. That's like one of that's like a very low point for Michael yeah. in the series. <laughs> yeah. But um, speaking of low points, let's talk about our ratings for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, my rating for this episode is not very low. I think that if Michael had been a better human being, it would have been a five out of five for me. Oh wow. But it is a four out of five because Damn. Michael is an ass and, and I don't like him. Four to five what? Parking spaces. <laughs> nice. You know, I, I thought this was a pretty good episode. Very funny. It is kind of what the office is known for, you know, awkwardness and Michael being awful. It is. <laughs> yeah. I gave it a four uh, shorts out of five. <laughs> and uh-huh. it, I, I deducted one point because the episode made me not absolutely hate Jim. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I really did not like this episode mostly for michael also i just didn't think it was very funny (laughs) um there were some things that like like the short thing is like something that always gets brought up and like it's nice to see kevin uh like i love that scene with kevin so um i am going to give it a two out of five cool guy pauls uh but I give Kevin a five out of five cool guy Paul. Oh. Uh. I think that's one of the reasons I liked it so much was because of Kevin having like a storyline because you don't get that very often. Yeah, that's true, I guess. I don't know. I still, I kind of felt the same. Like I enjoyed some of the, the canonical things like Shornt and also the rowboat. Like <laughs> could a rowboat support her? Yeah. Uh, even though it's terrible. But um, I think I'm going to have to go right with a two as well a two two love cards out of five hmm. <laughs> my love cards, <laughs> <laughs> my love cards. Um, okay that brings our official threat level podcast score to three cool guy short what's a card space cool guy short card spaces out of five <laughs> there you go fair fair um but yeah so that then is the episode and the end of our episode discussion hand out dundees oh shit yeah we do i skipped those (laughs) oh no i mean mine's obviously going to kevin (laughs) (laughs) that's true mine too (laughs) oh I'm giving the third chair Dundee to Creed <laughs> so that he can have all the chairs he needs. 
I'm gonna give um, Joe Six Pack the Dundee for his <laughs> messed up, confusing life. <laughs> Can you believe how how much we don't hear about Joe the Plumber anymore? Like, <laughs> he was like such a part of our lives. Well, <laughs> that's because now, you know after election, no one cared about Joe the Plumber. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sad but true. He's probably now uh, Joe the the meth cook. No. <laughs> Joe the Joe scraping the by trying to make a living. Yep. Joe the meth chef. Uh, the, yes. The... Got to have that rhyme in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now that, that really brings us to the end of our episode. Um, <laughs> my bad. Uh, so if you enjoyed that, let us know. Hit us up on Twitter at teal underscore pcast. Send us uh, an email at telepodics at gmail.com. And we will be back next time with another episode <laughs> that I don't know the name of. <laughs> Season four, episode 11. Yes. I think it's Night Out. Ooh. Yes. And that means we're getting pretty close to the end of the season already since it was such a short one. So, oh, wow. Yeah, I think there are two episodes left maybe. But yeah, so uh, thanks for listening, and if you're feeling sassy, stick around for what, Madison? Threat Level Podcast After Dark. (laughs) Excellent. Oh, man. So this is the part of the podcast where we talk about what we've been reading, watching, listening to, contemplating, experiencing over the the past little bit. Has anyone done anything or read anything, seen anything cool? (laughs) <laughs> don't all don't all jump at once yeah <laughs> i really haven't done much this week i've started reading a new book but i don't want to shout it out because i'm not loving it but uh, i'm gonna try and power through it anyways okay. and i've been working on and writing a new book but Ooh. i can't shout that one out yet either because it's only like three pages long <laughs> <laughs> i can't shout out the book i've completed because it's not published yet <laughs> so so I have a lot of things I can't shout out this week. <laughs> Fair. Ooh, I'll shout out. Okay. Uh, I'll shout out a... No, somebody else go first because i got to go find it. Okay. <laughs> our, our listeners. All right. I'll shout out a podcast I've been listening to as my first shout out. Um, and it's called My Brother, My Brother and Me. Has anyone shouted that out before? No, I've heard of it. Cool. So yeah, my brother, my brother, and me are is a podcast by three brothers, and essentially it's like a comedy slash fake advice show. Um, (laughs) So they read like people send in you know dilemmas, or they find some on like Yahoo Answers or whatever, and they try to offer their like comedic interpretation of those um, the of what advice they would give. So it's pretty funny. But yeah, apparently, Subi, they... I think you would love my brother. My brother, I think it is right up Subi's alley. I think no. so too. <laughs> okay, yeah. it's real fun. You write the name down. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun. It's really cool, and they've got they've got enough episodes to keep you busy because I think they're up to like episode four twenty five or something. Oh wow! Oh, shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, so I would recommend that for sure. Cool. Yeah, I I think they're, they're I think they're the same guys who do the um. My dad wrote a porno podcast. Oh. Or, that sounds familiar. I think they are the same guys. Oh, really? Yeah. I think I haven't really listened to that podcast, but I think it's about like those three brothers finding an erotic uh, work of literature their <laughs> dad wrote. And they like each episode, they read a chapter and just <laughs> mortify their dad. <laughs> oh, I think. If I my quick googling is correct, my dad wrote a porno. The podcast is actually a British one with oh with keep different people. Oh, okay. so could potentially still be quite good, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the same. Very <laughs> uh, well. My uh, my experience with my brother, my brother and me is um, a couple of guys say some things and it's kind of funny, and then one guy giggles about it for like. <laughs> 20 minutes yeah <laughs> pretty much uh, and it's like it's like listening to a podcast with a laugh track yeah uh, <laughs> yeah that video i sent to our group chat about ice cream a, lo- a mm-hmm. little while back i don't know if you watched that madison um 
I did, yes. I didn't okay. really understand it. <laughs> okay, that was apparently a snippet from My Brother, My Brother and Me. So They do like some like um like let's play kind of stuff, I think, on yeah. YouTube too. Yeah, I think so. But but yeah, I've been I've been enjoying that over the past week, so why not? Mm-hmm. Anyone else got a shout uh, out? I will shout out. Uh, so it is on. So I guess I'm kind of shouting out the YouTube channel that is called UFO TV. Okay. Uh, I want to say the Disclosure Network. Um, so UFO TV like will upload like they're like feature length documentaries about UFO stuff. Anyway, one one just came out two days ago called UFOs and Nukes, and it's about the oh. link with. Uh, UFO sightings and nuclear weapons, uh, and it is awesome. And it's not that long; it's only forty-one minutes, and it is it is just it is just great. I love, <laughs> I love, uh, so I love like the military connection to UFO mm. sightings because like these are people that are like if there's anybody that knows about advanced aircraft and knows how to look at something in the sky, it would be the military. And so if they're like, Oh, there's a UFO here. You're not really making much of a case. If you're like, well, like it's not like some like weird redneck out in the woods being like, look at that bright light up there. (laughs) (laughs) True. True. Interesting. Uh, So they, they have a bunch of different, uh, documentaries though. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure Out of the Blue is on here somewhere. So uh, Out of the Blue, if you've never watched any UFO de- documentary, watch Out of the Blue first. Oh. Um, and then, yeah, there's a whole bunch of different... There's a lot of real weird ones. Like, I'm looking at one that's called... Uh, well, here's one that has Michelle Rodriguez, uh, The Reality of Truth. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, there's are one documentaries like convincing or, or or are they just entertaining out of the blue and um the ufos and nukes one are very convincing oh. uh they're they're very great uh what's the other one there's one related to out of the blue i'm blanking on the name right now but like the same guy made it um and that one's really good too hmm. some of these are just bad <laughs> <laughs> like the occult extraterrestrial war uh uh prophecy the next 1000 years mm. the ufo alien cyborg invasion <laughs> like there's there's some like weird out there stuff but okay. um definitely out of the blue is not one of those mm. fair yeah, i have a couple of shout outs um i'll give a shout out to the pilot to a pen called a uh, pilot precise <laughs> v5rt wow this this pen guys this pen is so good it's just like the 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 ink flow is so smooth and like like maybe you should cut it out of this maybe you should cut this next part of the podcast but whenever like one of my attendings or the patients needs to borrow a pen i keep like a spare big pen it's just to hand to them so they won't like mess up my perfect pen and like, he's not even exaggerating yeah. about his love for this pen it's intense. Like the patients, like they'll grab the pen with their fist and like write with it. It's just oh no, yeah. no, no! I <laughs> Don't that. ruin my beautiful pen. I feel you. Know, I know the exact pen that you're talking about. Like I have it, and it is amazing. <laughs> oh, we we have corroboration, man. <laughs> you I also buy ink refills for it. <laughs> That's serious. If you're getting refills. Yeah, like you only need. I, I have like only two of the actual like pens themselves, and I just keep getting refills. Ah. They're, oh, they're so good. That's oh. cool. yeah. I've been using. I'm not allowed to use them because no, I you can't. too hard when I do it. You so. can just be careful when you do them. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how I feel whenever I I tend to use the Sharpie pen, but if I ever lend them out because it's a it's a softer tip. The same uh-huh. thing happens. Like it comes back to me and it's mushed in and like uh. doesn't write anymore. And I'm like, what happened to this pen? <laughs> All right. I'll just stick with my big pens. Thank yeah. you very much. You better just stick with your the those terrible blue paper mate ones. Yeah. Your erasable ones. No, oh, God. I had them in high school. Does the does the Sharpie pen bleed through the page? It doesn't, no. Huh. Magic, right? Hmm. Magic. Sharpie magic. 
<laughs> I'll also give a shout out to a YouTube channel. I think it's called Watchfinder, oh. and they uh, they do reviews of really expensive watches. Mm-hmm. And like the guy, the guy who uh, does the videos, like he could he could sell ice to an Eskimo. <laughs> like like the the watches, they're crazy overpriced. They don't look that great. But I'm like, huh? Maybe, maybe I should buy this five thousand dollar watch, <laughs> even though we don't have that kind of money to spare. And also, you wouldn't wear it because you don't want to wear a watch, right? But still, it's like <laughs> the thing I like about the that channel is that it's really well produced, mm-hmm. and the the videos they don't like they don't produce any like emotions. You know, it's just like <laughs> like if I'm watching a politics video or some other video, I'm just like getting engaged with it. This yeah. this just lets you kind of stay back and just enjoy the, you know, the narration and the, the watches. Huh. Like QVC. Huh? Like QVC. Oh yeah, yeah, like QVC. <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, I've never seen QVC, but I, I think I get the, I get the idea. I don't know what it is. It's like a channel, it's like a home shopping network channel. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, and um, that that thing about the aliens and the rednecks reminded me of this uh, <laughs> this recurring skit on SNL, where like a couple of um, uh, like three people get abducted by aliens, and uh, two of them have like a magical mystical experience, <laughs> and the third one just. Yeah, has like a horrible experience just like she's just abused not abused but it's it's funny like <laughs> if, um, you know what it's called but if you just google snl uh alien abduction it's really really funny huh. well, i'm glad that you had three shout outs since i had none yeah you don't have <laughs> any I don't have any now. I have, like I said, I had some anti shout outs. Yeah. I'll tell you a book not to read. But I won't because Jamie actually lent it to me. So. <laughs> oh, I don't care. Wait, what is it? But that wasn't snuff. enough of a clue? Snuff? Yeah. By oh, Chuck I, P. I lent you that? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or I stole one of the two. <laughs> oh, I didn't even notice it was missing, which is my bad. But, um,. Yeah, well, I don't not... think it ever went to New York City with you because it was in with like a bunch of like... books you lent me all at the same time. Uh, yeah, like you snuff... left is... while we were at your house. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, it was that long ago. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, snuff isn't the his best work. And why did you lend me that? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm trying to get through it, but and it's not yeah. even like the content of the story so much. It's just. I don't like his writing style. I don't That's think. That's fair. It's yeah, just, he has a particular hard to follow. Yeah, and yeah, it's it not making of, me. It's not engaging me, and it's not making me yeah. care about what's happening. It kind of honestly depends on the book too. Like that book, I remember being a little more sporadic. He has like a couple that I think that you would enjoy. Okay. So next time I see you, I'll lend you those ones. I'll switch those out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have um, two books that I ordered online that should be here either Tuesday or Wednesday this week. So oh. I just needed something to tide me over until they got here. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> and then maybe I can shout one of those out next week. Hmm. Cool. Alrighty. Well, then that'll give our anyone who's listening some things to check out. In the meantime, we will be back next time. I won't preci- precisely say when, since <laughs> I'm <laughs> terrible at editing these days. So next time, we'll be back and we'll be talking about Season 4, Episode 11. Alright. Alrighty. Thanks for listening, everyone, and goodbye. Bye! Bye. Bye. <laughs>